بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters I want to talk to you today about one of the greatest of the Sahaba of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم the man about whom Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم said anything that this man narrates from me take it and that man was abdullah ibn masud radiyallahu anhu rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said anything that he narrates from me take it and this is one of the reasons why imam abu hanifa rahmatullahi any hadith if it was narrated by abdullah ibn masud radiyallahu anhu and the same hadith or similar topic was narrated by anybody else imam abu hanifa rahmatullahi always preferred the narration of abdullah bin masud over anybody else's and that's not that doesn't mean that the other person was unreliable or wrong or anything like that it's just that because this was the guarantee given to abdullah bin masud radiyallahu anhu by rasulullah sallallahu One of the most famous examples of that is something which unnecessarily causes confusion among us because we don't have knowledge and that is the issue of rafaidain raising the hands right people feel some people feel that you should raise your hand only once when you are doing takbir tahrima others raise their hands for all the arkan every time we say allah akbar and people who don't have the knowledge they say this one is wrong that one is wrong nobody is wrong both are correct the hadith where rasulullah sallallahu is reported to have raised his hand only once for takbir tahrima was narrated by abdullah masud so imam abu hanifa rahmatullahi took that later on ibn masud radhiyallahu anhu was sent away by nabi sallallahu for some work and abdullah ibn abbas radhiyallahu anhu who was the cousin of nabi sallallahu who was younger and he stayed in the house of rasulullah sallallahu another great sahabi <coughs> for whom Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam made dua and he said oh Allah open for him the knowledge of your kitab and there is a beautiful hadith narrated with that we'll talk about that when we talk about it now he narrated the other hadith which is to say that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam raised his hands every time he said Allahu akbar so Imam Shafi and others took that hadith so alhamdulillah if you see people doing different things in salah uh, let us not criticize every people who are doing what they are doing they have a dalil for this alhamdulillah but just so that we know now this sahabi abdullah ibn masud alanhu <coughs> he uh, used to graze the as a, as a young boy in in makkah used to graze the sheep of uh, uqba bin mait who was one of the enemies of rasul sallam he had a he had a kunya kind of name and it was im ibn im ibn umm abd the son of the mother of a slave uh wallahu alam why he was called that anyway his name his real name was abdullah and his father father was masud so he was abdullah ibn masud now he came to islam very early uh while he was still a young boy <coughs> uh but before that one day he was grazing his sheep and he saw two people coming and these two people they looked like you know very dignified some elderly people um and they came to him and they said to him ya walad is a boy 
वी आर बोथ वेरी थर्स्टी कैन यू मिल्क वन ऑफ द शीप फॉर अस एंड गिव अस सम मिल्क सो द अब्दुल्ला मसूद सेड नो सॉरी आई कैन डू दैट बिकॉज आई एम ओनली ए केयर टेकर ऑफ दिस शीप एंड आई कैनॉट गिव यू दिस इट्स नॉट माई प्रॉपर्टी सो आई कैनॉट गिव एनीथिंग टू यू नाउ द टू मैन डिट से एनीथिंग दे डिट आर्ग्यू विद हिम दे डिट से एनीथिंग बट दे लुक वेरी हैप्पी एंड दोज टू वर हू दे वर रसूल सल्लम एंड अब बकर सो दे साहिम एंड दे वर वेरी हैप्पी विद रिप्लाई दैट दे गॉट Incidentally, on a on a on a side note, recently this happened again in Saudi Arabia, where there was a Sudanese, turned out to be a Sudanese guy, Sudanese shepherd, who was grazing some sheep, and uh, two Saudis went up to him, and they said, "Sell us one of your sheep." He said, "Give us." He said, "No, I can't. They don't. They don't belong to me. I cannot sell you." So the man said, "I'll give you. You know, you tell me what, how much money you want. I'll give you. I'll give you a thousand real, ten thousand real, and I'll give you a hundred thousand real." The man said, "Even if you give me a million real, I will not sell it to you because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is watching." He said, "Keep your money." So there was this guy who was talking was the driver of the car, and the, his friend was taking this video, and this video went viral, and uh, got to the president of Sudan. The president of Sudan sent the Sudani ambassador to find this man, and they gave him a gift of two million real for his honesty. So, Alhamdulillah, there are good people in the world. to come back to our story abdullah ibn masud radhiyallahu anhu he requested rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to be his uh, in his service and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam agreed so he used to then look after the needs of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he used to stay with him both inside the house outside the house he would wake him, wake him up when he uh, when he uh, slept when he needed to woken up he would when he went uh, for his needs abdullah ibn masud would uh, shield him he would stand there he would carry his staff and his siwak and imagine this is the uh, allah subhanahu wa taala bless some people subhanallah ajeeb imagine this sahabat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to this extent uh, just think about that i mean subhanallah we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to grant us the uh, company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam jannatul firdaus to sit at his feet and listen to him reciting quran al karim inshallah so he had this unique training literally under the uh, eyes of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and uh, people said that he was the closest to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in character because he was with him uh, the whole time and he was watching him the whole time so you know he, it became his habit he would do everything like rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh, he also became a very very beautiful qari of the quran so he was happy whatever whatever was being revealed he would immediately uh, he would you know memorize it and then he would recite it now one day uh, and he was also therefore the most knowledgeable about the uh, about the sharia because you know he's he's in the company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so any ruling that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is giving abdullah masood radhiyallahu anhu is a witness to that and so on and all the discussion whatever so he became very very learned he was one of the greatest scholars of islam Now one day, the, the beautiful story: Umar bin Al-Khattab radhiyallahu was standing on the plain of Arafat, and uh, a man came to him, and he said, "Yeah, Amir al-Mu'minin, I have come from Kufa, and when I left there, there was a man who was writing copies of the Quran from memory." So Sayyidina Umar radhiyallahu got very angry. He said, "Who is this? Who is writing Quran from memory?" and uh, 
the man said uh, abdullah bin masud so sayyidina umar immediately his anger you know disappeared and he said woe to you he said by allah there is no one that i know who is more qualified in this matter than him and then he said let me tell you a story he is telling the man the story he says one night rasulullah sallallahu was having a conversation about with abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu about the muslims i was with him so they were talking he was talking and uh, when rasulullah sallallahu left we left with him and as we passed through the masjid there was a man standing in salah and he was reciting quran whom we did not recognize rasulullah sallallahu stood and listened to him and then he turned to us and he said whoever wants to listen to the quran as fresh as when it was revealed then let him read and recite according to the recitation of ibn umar that is abdullah mas to learn it from him and recite it like him and after that salah abdullah masur radhiyallahu sat there and he was making dua and sayyidina umar radhiyallahu says every time rasulullah sallallahu alaihi kept saying ask and it will be given ask and it will be given ask and it will be given to you now umar radhiyallahu said as so i said to myself as soon as this finished then i am going to go and tell abdullah masud that this is what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said about you uh, on a side note again think about this the sahaba was so keen and eager to convey good news about somebody to each other today we live in a world where it's the opposite if somebody says something good about someone nobody will no one will tell nothing never but anything bad one little bad thing somebody says people will you know they will drive 50 miles to come and tell you you know what some so was saying ta hawla quwwata illa imagine this is how our character has gone down the drain we need the purpose of all these stories is so that we can correct ourselves right the sahaba didn't do that it's not that people didn't criticize they criticized if that criticism was there they never conveyed it they kept it to themselves if there was something directly they said you go and talk to the person they didn't go around talking about it but anything good So Sayyidina Umar said I thought to myself I am going to go right away and tell Abdullah ibn Mas'ud that this is what Rasulullah sallallahu was doing when you were making dua he was saying ask and Allah will give you and he said when I went there I found Abu Bakr radhiyallahu anhu is already there <laughs> and he said I have never beaten Abu Bakr in doing anything good subhanallah ajeeb imagine that even there you know I mean today what do we compete about right but they used to compete about who can do more to please Allah Uh, who can do more charity who can do more good things to please allah today we also compete may allah protect us but what is our competition abdullah masur adlanu he had so much knowledge of the quran that one day he himself he said wallahi by him besides whom there is no god he said by allah la ilaha illahu there is no ayat of the quran which has been revealed without my knowing where it was revealed and the asbabun nuzul the circumstances of revelation and he says by allah if i know there was anyone who knows more of the quran than uh, of the book of allah i will do whatever i can to go and be with him now he was not exaggerating he was not being boastful he is just stating how the situation was and one day there is a beautiful story one day umar ibn al-khattab radhiyallahu when he was a khalifa he was going somewhere and he found a caravan it was pitch dark couldn't see anything properly so sayyidina umar uh, called out to the caravan and uh, he asked where are you coming from so this man said min fajjil amiq 
Uh, from, <laughs> from a deep valley. He said, where are you going? He said, ilal bayti latiq. He said, towards the ancient house. So Sayyidina Omar says, there is only one who will answer this. <laughs> who will answer like this? Uh, these kinds of answers. There is only one who can say all of this stuff. And then he said, uh, which part of the Quran is the greatest? So he said, Allahu la ilaha illahu wal hayul qayyum la ta'akuduhu sinatum wa la naum. Then he said, which part of the Quran is the most clear on justice? He said, Allah commands what is just and fair and the feeding of relatives. And he says, what is the most comprehensive statement in the Quran? He said, فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًا يَرَهُ And he said, which part of the Quran gives the greatest hope? He said, يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَصْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَقْبِرُ ذُنُوبَ جَمِيعًا there is, this is, there is only one person in the, in, in this place who can say something like this. Now, he was also a, a, one of the greatest fighters and a very, very courageous man. He was not a very big, huge, uh, you know, like Sayyidina Umar who was a, was a professional wrestler. He was a huge, big man, very powerful. But Abdullah Masood was not like this. To the extent, when they were going for Fatah Makkah, he, he climbed some tree to get something and his, his shins were exposed and his, he had thin legs. So somebody laughed. And Rasulullah heard this. And Rasulullah said that those thin legs, he said their weight before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more than the weight of the, of the mountain of Ahad. So this was the, so then he, one day he came and this is in, in, in the Makkan times when they were still weak. Uh, he came and, uh, somebody said, the Quran, the Quraysh have never heard the Quran yet. Right? So, who can recite the Quran to the Quraysh openly? So, Abdullah bin Masood said, I will do it. So, Rasulullah and others, they said, look, you know, we are afraid for you. If you go and recite, then they attack you and beat you or something will happen and so on. Uh, he said, doesn't matter. Allah is enough for me. And Allah, Allah will protect me. They said, we want somebody who has a clan to protect him. And so he said, I don't have a clan, but I don't care. So he went early morning and the Quraysh were there and uh, he stood on Maqam, Maqam Ibrahim and he started Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Ar Rahman Allam Al Quran Allah Al Insan Allam Al Bayan he recited Surah Al Rahman and uh, when he reached some ayats the Quraysh the Quraysh they listening to that they said this is what Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has brought this man is reciting. So they went and they beat him and they beat him until blood was flowing from his face. And then finally he came back to Baitul Arkham and they said, Ya, they said to him, this is what we were afraid that this will happen to you. And, uh, you have made them hear what they dislike. And Alhamdulillah, you have done enough. Abdullah bin Masood lived until the Khilafah of Uthman bin Affan and when he was on his deathbed, Sayyidina Osman who came to visit him and he asked him, what is the ailment? You know, what is wrong with you? What is the disease? He said, my sins. He said, what do you desire? He said, the mercy of my Rabb. So Sayyidina Osman said, shall I, will you take from me your stipend? Because they used to get, they were entitled to a stipend from the treasury. And he said, you have never taken it uh, all these years. 
can I give it to you now? He said, I have no need for it. He said, what about your daughters? Let it be for your daughters. He said, do you fear poverty for my children? He said, I have taught them how to take from the treasures of Allah. And I have taught them to recite Suratul Waqiyah every night. Because I heard Rasulullah saying, whoever reads Al Waqiyah every night will not be afflicted by poverty ever. And that night, Abdullah ibn Masood while reciting the Kitab of Allah, met his Rabb Jalla Jalla. La ilaha illallah. Ajib the Qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this company of such people to Rasulullah sallallahu Each one of them alone is enough for the whole world. Each one of them, enough. One of them is enough for the whole world. And Allah gave them, gave this whole community to Rasulullah sallallahu People whose name we take with respect today, 15 centuries. Today is the first of 1444, 1444 years. And today, till today, if somebody says Abdullah Masood and does not say Radhiallahu then we say this man is ignorant. He does not have the adab to speak about the Sahaba of Rasulullah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla to Enable us to live our lives in a way which pleases Allah. We ask Allah to enable us to live our lives according to the sunnah of Rasulullah We ask Allah to remember always that we do not know how long we have left and to live whatever we have left in a way that pleases Him. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like the man made the dua, which Rasulullah approved of, that the last of our days be the best of our days, the last of our deeds be the best of our deeds, and the last day when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be the best day of our lives, inshaAllah. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ar-rahim.